There's a blizzard coming on How I'm wishing I was home For my pony's lame And he can't hardly stand Listen to that northern sigh If we don't get home, we'll die But it's only seven miles to Marianne It's only seven miles to Marianne You can bet we're on her mind Bill, do you know, the other day, a cowboy asked me if I would help him round up 18 cows. A cowboy? Was he Was he uh, in your age range or was he, you know? <laughs> no, he just had these 18 cows he Uh-oh, wanted me 18. to round up. How odd. What and I said, number? sure, that'll be 20 cows. <laughs> Did he have to rustle up two to pay you? <laughs> that's a, I'm gonna tell you that's the only math I can do right there. I can ra- I can round up. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, my wheels are still turning because I'm not a math guy. You know, but I was either. I'll be two cows to help you. So you're gonna be in, you're gonna be in a deficit. I, yeah. I remember I even took this algebra class in college because I thought I had to take it, and I was almost all the way through it struggling and using tutors, you know, and cheating and everything. And <laughs> then I found out, oh, well, you didn't have to have that class. <laughs> <laughs> Did you finish it? Did yeah, you, you with might a, as like well, a C or something. <laughs> might as well complete it in case you might need it further down the road. Uh, you know, made me so mad. Oh, it was awful. I did not, lo- yeah. did not like algebra. It was a different language. Everyone else was getting it. I was not. I felt yeah. like I had a deficit. And I probably I'm, do have a deficit. And I'm and and I'm sure I'm sure even people who never use algebra in their everyday life, like me, there's people who say probably that the critical thinking or whatever you yeah. exercised when you were learning it, that's what's important. But I see. I, I have see. never used algebra. <laughs> You've never used it to balance books or balance uh, checkbooks no. or yeah. I, after I after that class, I did wind up taking one that was called General College Math. You know, Math mm-hmm. for Dummies in math college. For dummies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was very that was a very good class. It very was helpful. like practical, real world. And you probably thought this is harder math. than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so, am I a dummy? You know, I remember those dummies books. Yeah. 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 Sure Hi, do. everybody. Hey, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Welcome. Here we are. Wacky yeah. Poem Live. Wacky Poem Live. Filming at the filming. filming. <laughs> Recording. Filming. <laughs> filming. We got, we got our Kodak in, going on here. You know? Recording at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in Locust Grove. Every week we come to you with a poem either found in the museum or submitted in yeah. a poetry contest we've had like the one we're going to talk about today right, or right. or mailed to us we got one mailed to us the yeah, other day that, that we're going to talk sweet. about next week right yeah yeah so you never know when we're going to what we're going to put up or who we're yeah, going to you know yeah. so if you have entered in. a contest send us a poem yeah. uh, told us a poem written a poem anywhere here in the museum Left one under the floor doormat, you know, whatever yeah. it may appear. In well, the show. and I've got family visiting from Arizona and New Mexico for the Bluegrass Festival in Wagner and for the book fair tomorrow here at, at the museum. So I'm going to ask them to write 
write. Just go in there and write and yes. leave. Yeah. You know, you sign if you want or not. But and I also wanted to tell everyone that I actually walked to work today. <laughs> I walked to the I walked to the podcast. I stayed at your sister's lovely cottage just kind of across the street. Uh-huh. Left people sleeping unconscious in bed, and I had coffee and breakfast and wandered over, and it was a nice. So I haven't walked to work in ages, yeah. so that was a nice little. It's a great walk. That's that's a, a cool park. I, I, I've told everybody on the on the museum's Facebook page that if you're coming from out of town and you come into Locust Grove to to see the sights here, see the sights, and uh, and to visit the museum, there's an Airbnb that's just a couple of blocks oh, uh, away. That's Wonder perfect. City Cottage. Mm-hmm. Wonder City Cottage. Wonder just look C- it up on Airbnb. And it's a visual feast. And it's, uh, there's something to look at around every corner. Uh, Kelly and Roxanne have done t- such a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love it. It's like a little treasure hunt for me. Mm-hmm. You know, In the backyard, there's a Godzilla sort of threatening an angel, which I found interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the museum, isn't it? it Everywhere is, you turn, there's something to see and go, hmm, educational, what's that about? <laughs> educational and quirky. I was in the bathroom uh, on my sabbatical, and I opened this drawer in front of me, and there were some little pocketbooks. Some some were of you, uh, yours, and uh, there was Thoreau, you know. And so I thought, this is perfect. Yeah. Take this yeah. out and read it. Yeah. Well, that's what we like to do here at the museum. We like to be really eclectic and like to ha- have lots of eye candy and, and ear candy and brain candy. That's an eye candy, ear candy, brain candy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, it's, we hope that, you know, this podcast, we started because we, we like talking and, and we like to be funny. Ho- hopefully you yeah, find we us didn't, funny. And, and we didn't know if anyone was listening, so we thought we'd just talk to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know. just keep going. And, uh, and and we're also promoting the museum, of right. course. We would love you all to come and visit. And we, we do have some things coming up in October. We have Dark and Scary Night on October 29th and in November day, we have a it. storytelling event called Celebration. So so look those up yeah. on on the museum website rom r o m poetry.com and and consider coming and we have contest information on there too. We've got a dark and scary poem contest coming up. Lots of cool things. We yeah. even have an exercise class on mm-hmm. Monday and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Taught by Master Paul, which is fantastic. My calves are still sore from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that it's that ti- eye of the tiger that gets me every time. Yeah. Not the song, it's the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned a contest, and the poem we're talking about today was entered in a contest that the museum uh, sponsored. And we've done this for many years. There's a... Uh, a guy that, that grew up here in Locust named Jimmy Trammell who puts on a Comic-Con in Pryor, the town, uh, next town mm-hmm. over next from town us. Over, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a He's a reporter. He, he works for the Tulsa World. Um, but he puts on a Comic-Con over there. And uh, so I started with the museum doing a contest of inventing a superhero and writing a poem That's very about cool. him or her or it. Yeah. Has the Comic-Con grown? Seems like I've heard yes, of this. Yes, it has. That's it a, started off in a, in a smaller building, and now it's in the like the big expo building out because of the, everyone loves uh, comics county it's just really exploded yeah, yeah which yeah. is what we want to it's happen a lot of fun. we want to happen here we want an explosion of yeah. involvement here so yeah well when i go and so that's october 15th so if you're around the area of northeastern oklahoma or want to come over that's a cool thing to go to it's pretty time of the year also. to be here pretty yeah. time of year nice weather yeah right Prior Creek Comic Con is what it is. You can find that on on uh, Facebook. So this this poem was written by a I believe he was a middle school student here at Locust Grove, 
and entered and, and it won some prize in the contest several years ago. Yeah. I really like this, and, yeah. and I, I think we should delve right into it. And let, it's a and, neat and I, poem. It's a very yeah. neat poem. <laughs> you going to read it? I'm going to read it. Super Cowboy. Super Cowboy riding them horses. Ugly Cowboy gets no girls. Pig feeding and eating, eating meal all day long. Roping animals every day. Cowboy loving them cowgirls. Open field riding horses, waiting for a cowgirl. Bringing cattle to the barn. Owning animals on the farm, yelling at them cows. <laughs> I love that last line. Yelling at them cows. Get in cows. this barn, you cow. Get it. Yeah. Come on, little doggy. Yeah. It makes me think because there's such a movement it, back and forth in the poem between, oh, look at all these chores that cowboy's doing, and wow, I wish there was a cow. Exactly. Out here. It yeah. keeps going back and forth, and at the end, it's just like he's mad. I'm just going to yell at these cows because there's no cowgirls out I, here. I love what I do, but dang, I, I wish I had a cute cowgirl here sitting with me. <laughs> yeah. You know, little Dale Evans right beside me. It's the the proverbial theme of almost, I don't know, it's the majority of, of poetry out there, unrequited love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it's not for a specific girl, just any cowgirl. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder how we thought ugly cowboys get no girls. I think if you're a good roper or a good rider, you could overcome some physical deficits. Oh, know? I've seen lots of ugly cowboys with cowgirls. So. <laughs> I mean, not everyone not everyone can be a George Strait, and, you know. So. I, I think this is just his kind of, you know, in the mood that he's in, this yeah. is what he's blaming it on. That Maybe he feels like cowgirl. he's ugly and, you know, yeah. has got no girls, which is not the case, you no, know. No, it is not the case. Someone appeals to everyone. <laughs> But I, I just thought that uh, this was uh, – it just gave a real distinct uh, vision into his day, mm-hmm. you know, and what was involved. In it. And it seems very pure and very American and very Americana. Mm-hmm. And just uh, from sunup to sundown, you know, it just was I, – I visual sunrise and sunset and everything in between. And it was just really pleasant – visual experience just a big circle of things to do out there and it was really neat in terms of the the contest uh, because the superpowers that he comes up with these really you know in themselves individually maybe you wouldn't consider them a superpower but if you put it all together all the things that the cowboy has to do or a farmer too you know right they're, oh, they're yeah. similar yeah that's a lot of stuff you know riding horses feeding the pigs roping the animals loving the cowgirls yeah, yeah. bringing the cattle to the barn you know that that's pretty much a well, superpower it, 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 when you're doing all that in one day it's a lot of skills <laughs> you know to be able to ride and to uh, corral and to uh, manage and feed and uh, mm-hmm. uh, something that i don't think a lot of young people today would have the either the patient's knowledge or or ex- experience to do yeah so i was wanted to ask you about this poem okay would you categorize this as american romanticism <laughs> is that did i go too deep that's a highfalutin question <laughs> it just seems like it is a um a excellent visual of western farm and ranch life okay you know, through a young through a young person's eyes so um so do you think it's romantic or realistic uh I think it is oh more realistic than romantic, okay. but, but there's a little bit of romanticism okay. here. There's so a little bit the of, answer, there's a little bit of longing. The uh, answer was in the question. Answer was in the question. Okay. So I I, I get a red mark <laughs> for that. Um, I just thought there is there a category of poetry? Ameri- is that a category of of poetry? American romanticism? I wonder. 
Well, maybe I just totally made that up. Yeah. I just wrote that down. No, I would think like Longfellow that he probably fits into that and things that he wrote, Evangeline and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, Poe. I mean, you could consider a lot of things that Poe wrote yeah. as romantic yeah. American poetry. But I think that, you know, when, this when, is kind of cowboy poetry, cowboy poetry. Uh-huh. And when people write about what they know well, they write well. Yeah. This guy knows this. Yeah. This is his daily life. Yeah. So he, when you when you <laughs> write what you know, you tend to write it well. Yeah. And it's very much that middle school boy uh-huh. longing, yeah. <laughs> longing for a girl. <laughs> you know, I would like for Colton Duggar, who wrote, who's the author, I would like him to let us know. Did you ever find that cowgirl? Will you let us know? So, <laughs> I remember, Sean. I remember my um, my my uh, great niece came to visit me many years ago, and. Um, I'm going to embarrass you, Taylor, because you're here visiting. And uh, we we were driving back, and she noticed a um, a little uh, rodeo area uh, off of uh, 412. There, there's mm-hmm. the area where they were. It's a roundup club. Roundup there. club, uh-huh. and there, a, a lot of young guys were had their chaps on their horses and this and that. And I and I said, you know, there's a lot of uh, cowboys there. You know, got Taylor's interest. You know, <laughs> she says. You know, and I said, Taylor, don't pay any attention to, to them. I said, you know, cute cowboys around, around here are a dime a dozen. And her eyes got big, and she said, I got a dime. <laughs> so, oh, what have I done? So cowgirl wanted the cowboy in this case. So the table's returned. Well, she just needs to look around. Look around, look yeah. Around I th- well, she's, she's, she's got a, a nice young man now that we – he's, he's at, uh, Antoine's visiting, visiting, by the way, with his family. So oh, it's, it's been a nice okay. a nice thing. Now, you mentioned the cowboy with his chaps, Bill. Chaps. Do you know what you call a, a cowboy's outfit? A chapper dapper. Ranch dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. I always laugh at my own jokes, don't I? Well, someone has to. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Kidding. The etymology of cowboy – Bill, mm-hmm. Etymolo- this, is not, oh, etymology. this is not according to my lover, the online etymology oh, no. dictionary. Are you, actually, are you are you drifting? I'm drifting. Oh. I found this article; it was really cool, and that's what it was called: the etymology of cowboy um, by Jess Gearing. And he he says that the term cowboy was first documented in English in 1725, and it is a direct translation of the Spanish word vaquero. Vaquero. Okay. I can't say. Okay. I can't right. trill my R's. That's Can right. Vaquero. You? Oh, there. You say it for me. Vaquero. Okay. So one who manages cattle from horseback. Um, and so cowboy has kind of come to mean the same thing. Um, that's word. Say the word again. Vaquero. Is rooted in the word vaca. V-A-C-A. Vaca. Mm-hmm. Vaca. Vaca. Uh, meaning cow. Mm-hmm. And um, that comes from the Latin V-A-C-C-A. I guess it's pronounced the same way. Okay. Yeah. All right, and uh, another English word for cowboys, buckaroo. Buckaroo, yeah. Buck Owens and the buckaroos. <laughs> I grew up with them. I, I had written that down. Uh, cowboy is it a? It's a uniquely American um, symbol. Is it? Am I correct? I know that. Yeah. I know that Argentina, Argentina has gauchos, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Spain obviously has vaquero. Uh-huh. Um, and also, what's the other word in? Um, no, gaucho was the one. Yeah. Is gaucho is that uh, Argentina? Argentinian? It is Argentina, Uruguay, okay, Chile, uh, parts of Brazil. That that word has an interesting uh, entomology too. It means vagabond. 
Really? You know, I've talked yeah. about, I like that word vagabond. Vagabond, before. yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so in Australia, it's uh, stockman is the word, stockman or drover. Stockman. Is the word that's usually Sounds used. a little Those more ominous. Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it could be a horror movie, The Stockman. <laughs> I did find that in America, the the word cowboy at one time was an insulting name for a band of marauding loyalists in the neighborhood of New York during the Revolution of 1775. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why. Hey, cowboy, what are you doing, around, <laughs> what are you doing here? Put that tea back on that boat. <laughs> and by 1942, also, cowboy had meant in some places a brash and reckless young man yeah yeah that sounds you know maybe the the good upstanding cowboys have, are, are tired of that little reckless yeah you know definition yeah. you know cowboy yeah. does seem like it's a Colton reckless doesn't seem re- reckless in our little poem here no he no not at all very, very earnest responsible cowboy responsible earnest cowboy absolutely yeah. yeah working hard for them to find a girl mm-hmm. absolutely Cowboy, cowherd, cowhand. These are all the, the words that are similar in American English. I'm an old cowhand from the Rio Grande. I'm an old cowhand <laughs> from the Rio Grande. Cowpoke. Cowpoke. Cowpoke is the name for a cowboy? Cowpoke? Yes. Okay. But it comes from those who would prod the, the cattle yeah. onto a railroad car with yeah. a long pole. As a child, I would watch, you know, the, uh, movies where the cowboys were branding the cattle. Yeah. And, oh, I thought, man, that just has got it. <laughs> Ding. Briefly. <laughs> you know. Dang. I bet that hurts. Uh, can you believe people that do that? Brand themselves? No. Bra- people that brand themselves? Yes. Is that a new thing? It's uh, Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm not sure it's new. I've been reading about it. I've yeah. seen it. I've been reading about it. I've it's one of the my- things they did, and in, in, there was that cult. Remember that cult Nexium that got exposed? Yes, yes. Yeah, these women were like branding themselves. Oh my gosh! Good it's, night. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I branded myself accidentally, <laughs> on, you know, with a hot, with a hot coal or sitting too close to an end iron. End iron. Excuse me. Yeah. Did your flesh just fall off all around it? Oh, it feels like it melted off. <laughs> you know, I still have a few scars. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. It's crazy. No. no. There's one use of cow that I really don't like. And that's the British use. When they're talking about they're insulting a woman, they call her a cow. cow. You see that all the time. Yeah, in old British shows. Yeah, that it, I walk. It's watch. true. Yeah, it's, there are a lot of British words that are used that I'm, I'm thinking I don't think we can get away with that here. But <laughs> it's used so often there, it's watered down or something. But it's still not. I don't know. You know I don't yeah. think anybody British or American wants to be called a cow. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and it is a strictly feminine slur. Uh, oh yeah, a, a gender, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a gender. Yeah, because a cow's uh, female. Yeah, and you don't want you don't want to say you bull. It's like well, okay, thank you. You know, yeah, that's more of a compliment, right. isn't it? You know, absolutely. Hey, but what's it called when a cowboy dies and he comes back to life? Um, I, I, I would call that a cow daisy pusher. Reincarnation. <laughs> Reincarnation. I just channeled. What's that guy's name? Slim. Slim Whitman. Slim Pickens. Oh, Slim. who's that actor? Uh, Reincarnation. Yeah. <laughs> Slim <laughs> sounds, sounds like one of my pa Kettle's uh, family members. <laughs> Here's another one. What do you call a retired cowboy? Um, I would say freshly treaded. <laughs> 
He's deranged. 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 <laughs> off the range. Off the rails. Off of the rails. Uh, I, I was going to ask you about um, any research on the ranch hand, the cowboy, uh-huh. uh, the farmer. In my extensive research, yes. Though, those are uh, fields and ways of life that I think are they're really – Fields in, and pastures and meadows, yes. I think they're declining. Oh, well. I th- I th- are they in decline? I mean, you know, you don't uh, – in the 50s, 60s, boy, that was all the rage, you know, the cowboy movies. And mm-hmm. uh, I know cowboys and Indians now are not – it's a misrepresentation. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But that was all the rage back mm-hmm. in the day. I uh, don't know. The popularity of things like Yellowstone, it's still really – It's still in, it's still ingrained. Yeah, the mythic yeah. thing is still out there yeah. even in It's today. deeply ingrained, yes. This point made me think of that. That commercial that used to be, I think it was a farmer's commercial. <laughs> the couple, you know, you're looking for someone and you oh, need a specific. Oh, yeah. Was farmers, it farmers? Oh, farmers. Farmers only? Far, far, farmers yeah, only. Yeah. Com. Was there a cowboys only.com? Probably. Probably so. Probably a cowboy could find a cowgirl on the farmers only.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could just, I, I just see these, you know, two people walking. Oh, yeah. Hand the, in the, hand, the woman was walking, walking the, by walking the, gate. the field, you yeah, know, looking. <laughs> Looking at the cabbages and wondering where the her man was. <laughs> it wasn't cabbage. I don't. I just made that up. <laughs> but she, you know, this buxom, buxom pretty lady was walking. You know, yeah. Uh, just being lonely by the cabbages. Lonely by the cat. That'll make you lonely. Yeah. Eat too many cabbages, you'll be lonely. Need to write that down. That should be a poem. <laughs> lonely amidst the cabbages. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's it, what's it called when cowboys eat beans at high noon? Ooh, I would call that. Uh, They're eating beans, dodging bullets at high noon. Um, okay, uh, 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 <laughs> midday, midday, bullet proof vest. <laughs> a toot out. Oh my the gosh! Okay, correct. A toot out at high noon. <laughs> I know some people that would win that. Let me tell you. you yeah, know. yeah. Well. And ho- hopefully, you know, Super Cowboy doesn't have that problem because maybe that would be the reason why the girls weren't coming around. That's true. If he'd had a little, you know, some beans at noon. And that is true. Went out. Yeah, that would not be attractive. That would not be attractive to, to the young ladies. <laughs> right. One of the things, back to the poem, one of the things I really like about it is the, the verbs in this poem because they're, they're just, they're perfect. You know, you don't have to go on and on describing with adjectives and adverbs if you've got the correct verbs. Right. He's got ride, you know, riding, feeding, eating, roping, loving, waiting, bringing, owning, yelling. Yeah. Yeah. All <laughs> this in is a, a very work. active young cowboy. All in a day's work. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. did you get a sense of freedom when he was doing this? I mean, he's yeah. out on his own. There's mm-hmm. no walls. There's Not no desk. To anybody. There's no desk. I'd. Probably their cell phones now, mobile phones now. But you know, b- back in the day, you it was a sense of total autonomy and freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but kind of you envious. still want still want a cowgirl. Still, right, you, even freedom. amidst that freedom, he wanted to cowgirl. Well, exactly. I think that, that sometimes a lot of time alone or uh, isolation, or the, it does breed the the need to for companionship or the desire for companionship. Uh, Hopefully not some sort of psycho that, that's going to kill a rabbit and cook it in a pot, but, but, you, know, but you know, some genuine, 
genuine <laughs> companionship on lots of levels. But so. was was that actually a desire for companionship, or was that just out and out lust that, on that one? I, that's a good question. Fatal, that, fatal attraction. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't do the museum. Doesn't have a um, Comic Con contest this year but uh, I, I we always used to get really cool poems like this so I'm, I'm glad that Colton wrote this and when we when I set up at the at the comic-con uh, October 15th what I do is I bring all these little action figures and just little plastic figurines from movies and popular culture and everything mm-hmm. and people when they come by if they will write me a little poem I give them one of the figurines Nice. Because, yeah. you know, people love instant gratification. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? And usually they'll let me film them. And yeah. so then I, I post those on our Facebook page. Yeah. So it, I like that. It's kind of I remember that. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. wonder if Colton has continued his poetry or if this was a – I would I, I, if he if won an award, I would think that this is something he would have continued or been a hobby or – Yeah, and I think this contest, he entered this in 2018 – so he's either in high school now or he's graduated. So maybe we'll find out mm-hmm. after yeah. the fact. Yeah. That, would, that would be nice. You know, to have it to have a, a revisitation yes. of, of, of of Colton. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have? Do you have a favorite cowboy song? Um, the hmm, no. You know, I, <laughs> I I like strange stranger songs. As a child, Eddie Arnold had had a song called. Um, the the cattle call I think is what it was called cattle mm. call where he yodeled it was beautiful yodeling you know oh, in the fifties sixties you know okay. and it was called are you going to yodel for us oh you, I got I, after after come I have on s- come on Bill let's oh, hear it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it I think take, a dog just died in take, the hallway it doesn't take much <laughs> <laughs> but I just as a child I loved that song you know I just I love I love Jim Reeves he sang, oh yeah Jim Reeves sang a song when I was a kid and he was kind of a gentleman's cowboy but he sang a song called the blizzard yeah. about about uh, a, a guy trying to get home to his to his his wife Marianne and uh he made it to 300 100 yards from Marianne before he froze to death I asked my sister I said how far how far was that when I was a child she said it was about from here from from here to across the street, I just cried and cried. I thought, oh, my gosh. And that horse died, too. I just can't take it. Jim Reeves made you cry. No, we had a Jim Reeves album, but the only song I remember on it was Roly Poly. Oh, that, that is, is little fatty. fatty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to be, be a, a man, man someday. someday. <laughs> hey, we're going to be performing out in the parking lot tomorrow. We'll have a guitar case open for tips. Maybe, maybe Bill will uh, sharpen up on his yodeling a little bit before that happens. So. I'll need to. It's about that time, Bill. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Poetry court. I, I like in, how you harmonize with yourself. Sing it in stereo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who is, see, what? You're the judge, right? I am the judge. Give me that, give me that judge. damn gavel. You're the judge in Get prosecution. over here. Yeah, and the uh, in the case today, where if you if for some bizarre reason this is the first episode of Wacky Point Life you've ever listened to, we started what I don't know several episodes ago mm-hmm. doing a little segment at the end called Poetry Court. Yes, I'm not sure. I must, I brought up the term of Poetry Court and something, and I think Sean's brain exploded. Uh, yeah, and she, and she my, said, I about I've fell r- out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to write this down. I think I said something. I don't mean to toot my own gavel, which I've never done that before. We still but. need a T-shirt that says that. 
Tooting my gavel right now. Tooting my gavel. Tickle my cheese. So we just we just take a really bad poem from somewhere off the internet or whatever, and we take it to court. Yeah. And the uh, offending poem uh, today comes from one of my high school annuals, and you know, from someone who's long moved back overseas. So I think we're safe. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's just an absolute atrocity, you know. And it's it, it's uh, it's patronizing. It is the 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 charge is uh, dishonest misuse and exploitation under the umbrella of identity theft. <laughs> the, Are you going to read it to us? Well, yes. Let me read it first. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Interrupting the judge. What right are now. you silencing yourself there? Okay. Oh, oh see, you, see <laughs> you, you know all these terms because I like to bang my gavel. Okay, here, here is no, the. No, you here, like to toot it. I like to toot my gavel. Here's the here's the offending words. P.S. There are no silver or gold chip, but only friendship. Barf. Oh my gosh. You know. Um, the charge is dishonest misuse and exploitation under the umbrella of identity theft. Oh my gosh! The blatant use, umbrella. the blatant false definition of friendship is misleading at best and confusing at worst. It was very patronizing, and I didn't like it. I I, I, I liked it was written under a really really sincere note in my annual in my yearbook, and then she put this, and I thought you negated everything you just said by <laughs> trying to be cutesy. You know, this could be on a plaque in a home decorating store, which I guess should, shall remain nameless. So, um, it's pandering to the easily coerced and the tin foil hat crowd. It reeks of patently false and trivial tokenism. It's easily forgotten and dismissed because it's so silly. It has no tokenism. sense of it has it has no sense of uniqueness or originality. It would make even a bad greeting card. You know, it it has possessive grammatical errors. There's no punctuation at all, as a matter of fact. And I'm not even sure if it's worthy of decorating a store canvas or a <laughs> Inesco plaque from a dime store. So I would like you to try to defend this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> because you said that you had I a good defense. I think you got tired of me defeating you on these in these courts, haven't you? Oh, did you defeat me? <laughs> is that a, I, Just because we had some people online said that I lost several times. <laughs> <laughs> but that, it, but that was quite a yeah presentation this, from the prosecution. The author simply at the very end of her uh, 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 nice little note thought she was going to be cutesy and tried to be unique, and it absolutely crashed and burned. Okay. You know, all right. So, uh, defense, present your case. Okay, Sean Perkins for the defense, and and what I would like to say is basically you have doomed yourself with your presentation. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to gavel. I've doomed myself. Because yes, uh, it is. It is quite clear from your presentation that there has been a, bri- a Brady violation. I saw no gun here, which you requires you, the prosecution, to disclose material that is exculpatory evidence in your possession to us before this court case comes before. I think that's a bunch of gobbledygook. No, 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 no. Obviously, this information about this being something that was added on to something very sincere Mm -hmm. in your yearbook was information you should have revealed um, to the defense so that we could properly properly prepare for this case. So um, uh, I say that this is a mistrial because of this Brady violation. 
mistrial. I'll take it into consideration, but it'll probably be thrown out. <laughs> I, I just don't think that there's any way that you can deny that this that there was a the error, a grave error, on the part of the the prosecution. There are no silver or gold ship, but only friendship. Yes, but obviously this is a postscript. P.S. Mm-hmm. and that there might have possibly been oh, a you're... very poetic prelude to these lines that justifies their existence, and that has not been I need was to, not revealed. I need to, us. to ask the prosecution to get me the entire context of this, so you, you can are see. the prosecution. I thought I was the judge. You're both. I'm both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need. Uh, I will need to submit that. To our website. One other thing that the defense would like to add about this postscript, notwithstanding the Brady violation, is that this is a a bastardization of an old Irish proverb, which goes, there are good ships and wood ships, ships that sail the sea, but the best ships are friendships. May they always be. Oh, that's also bad. No, I'm kidding. It's a proverb, though. Of course, you would have to find the the, <laughs> the originating uh, grain of this, you know. So, the, um, the woman that wrote as this. As a defense attorney, I have to do everything within my power to support and defend. True enough. And as a judge, my, I have to sift through all this. All this. I it, just forgot what he was called. What's my person called in the defense? My client. I don't uh, know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she, 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 that's what you want to, she was a, a good friend from France, didn't understand English, obviously. So Again, Brady violation. I, I, that I was know. not revealed. That, that should have been revealed. To the court. But I think that the, uh, beforehand. I think our listeners will be able to sift through this and realize that uh, this is just cringe worthy. Well, you, so. you did have some, some very good points. And in, in, <laughs> if there, you know, we hadn't had these violations, then you probably would have, you know, swayed us totally from the beginning. Swayed you. Yeah, I would not have been able to present any kind of defense if you had not committed the Brady violation. And I like to just say exculpatory. Exculpatory, because it does sound like something that you would perform during an an autopsy. (laughs) Your hair got sculpt from your scalp. That's kind of what you're doing, isn't it? As somebody preparing a case, is you're kind of doing an autopsy dis- of the situation. You're dismantling and opening and yeah. pulling out pieces of ribcage and organs apart. and looking and examining you know, and weighing different yeah. items. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This liver is huge. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the that's the case. Okay, are we? I I. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I think that I have presented my case as, as best it can you, be presented. You, so you defended. I, you, you defended. I I I presented. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and this has bothered me for years. The fact that I thought, you know, <laughs> Mathilde, why would you do this? No, actually, she was a very good friend. Yes. Okay. Well, you can look. Yeah. You can look her up and ask yeah. her about it. Yeah. We. I, I've actually looked her. Tried to look her up, and there's no no Mathilde oh, Matarais okay. anywhere. All right. Well, the friendship is gone, along with the gold really? ships and the silver ships and the what, and wood ships. Wood and ships and wood chips. Wood and chips and wood chips <laughs> and wood ships. <laughs> How much wood would wood ship ship if wood ship could ship wood? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> if you're listening to us on uh, on our website, wackypornlife.com, which you definitely can, you have oh, it's fun. a it's place good. down in the comments where you can add a comment uh, to us, and you can also decide if the prosecution or the defense won yeah. uh, this case. And, of course, you don't want the prosecution to. Uh, no. <clears throat> now, and so thank you. Thank you once again for yes. listening to our nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Colton, for your wonderful super cowboy poem. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always like when young people get creative. It's always nice. It is. So. Yeah. And I appreciate the teacher. That was probably a, a local teacher, English teacher named Kim Yates. She probably encouraged all her students to Nice to give to a shout enter. out to people who encourage creativity, yes. isn't it? Yes. Kim mm-hmm. just wrote me a really wonderful poem the other day. And so... Awesome. Nice. Yes. Poetry's everywhere. Creativity. E- even, uh, even Y'all write I, some poems. Yeah, write some poems and get, let's get creative and spread the wealth. <laughs> and spread the word. We spread appreciate the wealth you. Spread the word. Bye, guys. <laughs>